three, two, one. You're listening to Today in Musical Theatre, a podcast that highlights the events that have happened in the musical theatre industry, with your host, Dale Campbell. This is Today in Musical Theatre, your look into the events happening in the musical theatre industry, episode 16, recorded Tuesday the 28th of May 2013. I'm your host, Dale Campbell. Thank you for joining me on this crazy, crazy adventure that we like to call Today in Musical Theatre. We've got another one of these, and um, we're just going to jump straight in to today's topic. Um, wanted child actor make that four and play Bill as I hear a high squeaking in the background of my room Um, play Bill actually released an article uh, today well not today was it today yeah well yesterday now of the role that child actors have played in the theatre industry. And um, it's quite an amazing read. It's quite a long, long read. A bit too long for this show. But um, I wanted to bring up the topic of children actors in musical theatre. This time, actually, I was going to bring it up on a show, but I now is the perfect opportunity to bring it up because of an article. I'm just going to read the first little bit. In 1991, the actress Daisy E. Egan became the youngest female stage performer even to win a Tony Award. She was 11 when she first won Best Features Actress in a musical for her performance as Mary Lennox in The Secret Garden. In 2013, the child performer who portrays the role in Matilda the Musical will receive Tony Honours for Excellence in the Theatre. That will make child performances. The honours will go to Stephanie Jenser, Una Lawrence, ba- Bailey Ryan, and Millie Chapeau. As the musical Billy Elliot, which premiered on Broadway in 2008, multiple actors played the youthful lead role in Matilda, alternating different performances. Back in 1991, meanwhile, Egan was all on her lonesome, playing eight shows a week at the Secret Garden for for the first three months until her school schedule interfered. After that, she was a mere six days a week. What happened over the last two decades? Have child musical roles gotten tougher? Or have child actors become less tough? Why three or four performances needed to do this could handle one... uh, What? Could one handle alone? Daisy wasn't amazing in that role, said Nora Breenman, who was casting director... of the children both for Billy Elliot and Matilda, and has in recent years made 
especially f of finding young performers for stage shows. But today, quote, there are shows with large casts of children and requirements are so high, the kind of dancing they are required to do now is much more difficult than, say, years ago in The King and I and The Sound of Music. And this goes on and on and on and on. But I don't want to bore you, so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna keep this relatively short. I would like to argue that with the equality movement of the last century, say for example, the role of children in a play have have actually become less prominent, say for example. I say this as they bring up the comparison of the child actress, child roles in such plays as The Sound of Music. Okay, quick side story. I actually was Oliver in um, a primary school production of Oliver the, <laughs> Oliver the Musical. Yeah, I know. Shameless little um, admission there on the radio. But I actually would say that um, that um, that time when that was actually originally performed, they would get child actors to make the role. And I think with the conditions being tougher, writers don't write in child actors much anymore. Not as much as they used to for shows like The Sound of Music, Oliver, and... Um, Another good example is the child actor prominence in um, The Wizard of Oz. That, actually, The Wizard of Oz is a good example of a lead child, the child actually being the lead of the show, if that makes sense. <laughs> the child was the main actress in the show, yeah. And, um, you know, it's... It's... Childs, ch children performing can either go one of two ways. It can either go really, really well, and the child could pull it off, like these children mentioned in this article, or it could go really, really bad, as to the child could be pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and to do stuff that they don't want to do. So... And the child doesn't know any different because it's a child. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think seeing children in musical theatre, to me, is not a problem. I, I, I encourage children to get into the theatrical... The theatrical? The theatrical. <laughs> I just made up a word. The theatrical experience. And, um... But with the conditions being so hard, that's not so easy these days. So, a little bit of um, opt optimism shining through there. But um, what do you guys think? Let me let me know. Drop me a line and um, let me know what you guys think. Because I think that child actors can actually play better roles. Get, portray the roles better than what adults could. 
Could you imagine if Dorothy not Dorothy not Dora <laughs> I'm trying to think the um <sighs> was Dorothy, wasn't it? The Wizard of Oz. My gosh. I'm losing so much credit right now. <sighs> Wizard of Oz, come on. Jesus. Um Wow, wow, wow. Judy Garland, no, that's not what I was thinking of. Dorothy was Dorothy. Could you imagine if Dorothy was played by an adult? It'd be a bit weird. So, um or if the orphans were adults. Maybe someone needs to do that. Alright, someone needs to make musical shows and turn the children actors into uh, adult actors and see what happens. So, because that's that's a cool thing to do, and I don't have time to do it. So I'm making you do all the work. <laughs> but um, no, I just wanted to have a little bit of a rant slash conversational style conversing about child actors and um, how the conditions have changed. I mean. Sure, this child can be in this musical. Now it's all you can jump through hoops and um yeah. The child could not could be doing something they don't want to do and being forced into things and this this actually this conversation can go off into a matter of strands of conversations about alright, if we're forcing our children to do things, what's that gonna have an effect on later life and yeah. We could we could go on forever about this, but we're gonna choose not to because it's already been 10 minutes and I've rambled about this long enough. So we're going to move on to um, speaking of forcing your child to do things. Kinky Boots. I'm joking. Kinky Boots. The um, Broadway cast album released today. Yay! Original Broadway cast album for the Tony nominated Sydney Lauper. Harvey Fertstein musical Kinky Boots is released in stores and digitally May 28th on the Masters, uh, Masterworks Broadway label. It was produced by Sidney Lauper and William Whitman and Stephen Ormus. The musical opened strong with critical review, uh, reviews April 4th at the Al Heisfield Theatre. And it's nominated for a ton of Tonys. And I just want to let you know that it is out. And it is ready to go. I might actually pick this up. I don't pick um, many Broadway... new, Well, recent, let's say, Broadway um, soundtracks up. I do, however, like the old stuff. Like The Wizard of Oz and stuff like that. But, um, Kinky Boots, this interests me. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why the Kinky Boots have got my attention. But, um, yeah, Rachel. Rachel Boat will be, um, be, um, proud. Not proud, but interested to hear. I can't do words tonight. I don't even know why I agreed to do this tonight. That's why, um, we're rushing through. But, um, Kinky Boots are 13 
many award nominations this year. And if you've got a mobile device or a device that plays audio that you want to listen to this new soundtrack, we've got the ultimate solution for you. We've got Tweaked Audio. <laughs> swapping them around. Tweaked Audio makes a wide range of headphones and headsets to design to fit every need. Seven styles, seven colors, mic'd and non-mic'd versions are available. Tweaked Audio designs all of their products to sound great with both music and talk, so you can listen to the Kinky Boots, <laughs> which is now the show title, <laughs> and include a noise reduction designed to listen to whatever you want, whenever you want to. All products are designed for durability and compatible with iPhones, iPods, Android devices, MP3 players, and anything with one of those small headphone jacks for a third off, plus free shipping. Use the coupon code GEEK at checkout for a third off and free shipping. I think I might have said that already, but um, hey. What are you going to do? Alright, quick little um, t -t 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 quick little thing here to talk about some new shows. There are a ton of shows. So if you want to go out in your local area and support musical theatre tonight, there are a ton of shows. I looked, literally looked up when I was prepping for the show and there are like six or seven shows or Broadway ilk shows opening up today. It is ridiculous. So, well, tonight, all of what half an hour there is of left. So, um, let's talk about Shakespeare in the Park's Comedy of Errors with Hamish... Link Ladder and Jesse Tyler Ferguson opens tonight at the Delacourt Theatre in Central Park. Delvin, Daniel Sullivan directs a 90-minute intermissionless staging of Comedy of Errors, which launches the Shakespeare in the Park summer season at Delta Corps. It'll run. It officially open June 18th through a run of June 30th. The public has also announced a change in the 2013 Shakespeare in the Park performance schedule. All performances of Comedy of and Errors and Love's Labour Lost, which starts July 23rd, will begin at 8.30pm. Both productions have a 90-minute running time. Tickets to Shakespeare in the Park are free and are distributed and are distributed two per person at the Delcor Theatre in Central Park beginning at noon, the day of the show. The Public Theatre is again offering free tickets through the virtual tickery lottery at shakespeareinthepark.org on the day of the show. So, yeah, Comedy of Errors. Go see it. I um, highly recommend that. And Shakespeare in the Park, you know, if you are a Shakespeare person, you will get your Shakespeare fix. And that's actually, that's a pretty good thing that they're doing, is offering free public perform free. Free public performances in public places for you to go and enjoy. So go and enjoy your Shakespeare in the Park. I mean, 8.30 of a night. So, um, and they're 90 minutes, so they're relatively short, but they're intermittent, so there you go. Also, one of the um, new shows opening up that I wanted to talk about briefly tonight is a new musical 
Ven Venice begins its public theatre run on May 28th. It begins its off-Broadway previews tonight with its opening on June 13th for a run June, through June 23rd. The musical has a book by Eric Ronson and music by Matt Sachs. Sachs. S-A-X. Saxophone. And lyrics by Sachs. Jesus. And Rosson, with additional music by Curtis Moore. Does it say? Does it say? It doesn't say. According to the public theatre, an electrifying new musical, Venice, will ignite the stage with fusion of music styles from hip-hop to rock to soaring anthems of love and hope, tracing a young man's rise as he fights for what's right against a backdrop of discreet and sibling betrayal. Part epic romance, part political tale, Venice will transport you to a fallen city in the not-so-distant future where revolution is in the air. Polit Politicianal structures are crumbling and the only children of the city, fallen heroes, can change the of history. That sounds really interesting. So, um, tickets are for sale at a phone number and at the public theatre. And, um, the public theatre is located in Manhattan. Wow, what a short, short episode today. <laughs> I really just wanted to have a really long rant about child acting. And the basics of psychology behind that. Alright. One more mention of our friends at Squarespace. Squarespace is the ultimate web design and hosting platforms with stunning designs or you can build your own site using your own code. Set up an online shop with Squarespace Commerce which lets you add a fully integrated store to your website and instantly starts accepting payments. Squarespace comes with mobile versions of all sites that work with any mobile device, regardless of platform. You can integrate your social networks like Facebook and Twitter stuff. Stuff's not a social network, but it should be. And all sites are optimized for search engines. And you can even choose your own contributors. If this sounds good, head on over to geek-io.com slash Squarespace. It's pretty amazing. I'm using it to build the new Chef Wonder site, and it is absolutely amazing. The drag and drop and, and uh, uploading features that makes me upload the file quicker. Alright, that's going to be it for the show. Holy crap! You're going to get under... Well, around a 20-minute show. Which is what we promise. So, um, have fun. Uh, this episode is being broadcasted on Shafana Media. I can see that today. <laughs> Actually, no, it's not. Actually, no, it's not being broadcasted on Shafana Radio. More information about that coming up next week. And it's being re-symbolcast on Geek.io. You can find the Geek.io stuff at geek-io.com slash T-I-M-T. Or you can visit the Chef Wonder blog at todayinmusicaltheatre.blogspot.com. Soon to be changed. And um, todayinmusicaltheatre at gmail.com is the email address. Or you can, you know, you can send stuff directly to me, thechefwonder at gmail.com, if that's easier for you. 
Look at you, 11.20, and we're out of here. All right, everyone, thank you for listening or watching. Uh, remember, we, we, we broadcast these live, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, American, same day, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Sundays, 11 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. That's midnight, d daylight, let's go 9 Western. That'll do. <laughs> Alright, everyone. Thank you for joining me. I've been your host, Dale Campbell, and um, we'll hope to see you again tomorrow night. Hopefully. There might, might be a possibility. There might not be a show because of lack of news, but we'll see. Alright, everyone. We'll see you all tomorrow. Thank you for watching and listening. Da-da-da-da!